Inspired by Mark Twain, let's save some ants. This is David and I'm here with... John. And our aim is to discuss some topics and no ants will be injured in the production of these discussions. Discussing representative democracy and MP Lee Anderson's vote on the Rwanda bill are John and David, assisted by William, Jerry, Fred and Arthur. Welcome to Little Shakers. So this is a topic that we're going to use the recent behaviour of Lee Anderson, Conservative MP, recent chairman of the party, I think, who resigned on what could be described as a point of principle. We're not going to get into the ins and outs of the Rwanda bill, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. No. Uh, because, you know, that's an ongoing situation and legal challenges and the House of Lords are involved in all of that. But what we're talking about is, is Lee Anderson inside the jar? Is he a shaker of the jar? Is he an ant? <laughs> being shaken. Being Certainly being shaken by events around him or what? So it's Lee Anderson... And his status with regard to uh, the, the notion of society and the shaking or not shaking of or being shaken by this jar of society that we live in. Uh, can I, uh, William here, can I just ask, is that the Lee Anderson who's got a, a new programme on one of these here day uh, TV channels that have sprung up of late? Uh, yes, I think it is. Aye, I'll have to have a propaganda. Very subtle, William. Thank you very much. Shall we play the clip now? Yeah, let's have a look at what happened so that then you can get your own thoughts in order and we will see you in a few minutes. I'm joined by Lee Anderson, of course, a colleague from GB News, but also someone who quit uh, as a deputy chairman of the Tory party um, just uh, uh, yesterday over this bill. Um, Lee Anderson, if you come round here to the front of the camera... You voted in favour of the... Or, uh, forgive me, how do you vote tonight? Well, you're making mistakes already, Chopper, aren't you? Well, I'm, you get your facts right. So, uh, last night I resigned as a deputy chairman of the Conservative Party. That was a difficult decision, but I think the right thing to do, you know. Tonight, I was going to vote no. I went into the no lobby to, to vote no because I, um, you know, I couldn't see how I could support the bill after backing all the amendments. I got into the no lobby, I spent about two or three minutes with a colleague in there. The Labour lot was all, all giggling and laughing and, and taking the mic, and I couldn't do it in my heart of hearts. I could not vote no, so I walked out and, and come out, so I've abstained. Um, I wanted to vote no, but when I saw that lot in there laughing, um, there's no way I could support them um, above the party that's, that's given me a political home. So I hope the bill succeeds. You know I've got my reservations, Chopper. It's, it's upset me. Honestly, over the past 24 hours, it's a difficult thing to do not to support the government that's been really, really good to me and good to Ashfield. Let's remember this government has given Ashfield like record amounts, investment, 
But I can say I hope the bill works, I hope it stops the boats, and from now on the Prime Minister's got my full support. You seem quite crestfallen, Lee. I am. I'm, I'm gutted, mate, to be honest with you. It's not a nice thing to do to, to watch your mates go into one lobby and you go into the other. Like I said, I went into the no lobby to, to rebel. This is, this is the key word at the moment. But when I, once I saw the Labour lot, Labour lot sniggling, and taking the mate, I thought, you know what? Well, haven't you got you got a thick skin, Lee Anderson? Got, Come I on, have, I've seen you uh, go toe-to-toe to toe with the left, yeah, left of the, of the... Of the chopper, but at the end of the day, my mates are going in one lobby and I'm in another, and they're taking the... And the Can I ask you what they were saying, then? They were just sniggling and pointing and laughing. Oh, Lee Anderson here, we, you know, he's coming back to the Labour Party and all this. I saw that, I thought, you know what? Off. Um, 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 it's, like, it's like the playground antics. It is, it's playground politics, but I can't go into the... Um, I struggle to support the bill, even though I hope the bill works. And from now on, I will support the Prime Minister and everything he's trying to do. Last night, Lee Anderson, you said to me you resigned, you voted against the government for the people of Ashfield, not for yourself. Yeah. I asked that question. It was a difficult one to ask. You didn't like the question, I think. But right now, what have you done? You, I, I you, think... you haven't backed what you know is right. Well, listen, Chris, uh, no, that's not, that's not true. I have to accept democracy as well. There's been a battle within the party with the amendments, as you know. We lost, we lost our argument on the amendments. They were defeated. That's democracy. We should suck it up and accept it. And, you know, I've always said that this place here, this, this parliament where I work, this is my factory, it is out of touch with the British public. Mm -hmm. It really is. Some of these people that work in this place need to get out on the street and speak to real people. But at the end of the day, like I say, I hope the bill works. Uh, I hadn't got in my heart... Uh, to vote with Labour tonight uh, mm. and, and try and defeat the government because I don't want the Labour Party run this country. I don't want the Labour Party, you know, in charge of our asylum process. I hope the bill works. And it's a difficult decision, but and it's not one I took lightly. Lee Anderson, in the studio with Patrick Christus, they're saying there that you've been laughed at in the lobby, but they'll be like, sniggering at you in the street in Ashfield for not following over on, your, on what you believe in. Well, what I'll say to the people in the studio, I know the people in the studio, uh, I think Matthew Laws has been up to Ashfield a couple of times. Uh, I know Adam's not been up there yet. Uh, the people in Ashfield do not laugh at me. I, I can assure you of that. I'm Ashfield born and bred. Like I said, um, I supported the amendments. Yep. My party didn't, unfortunately. That's democracy. Now, if anybody out there watching, if you're watching Matthew, if you're watching Adam, who's the other one that's on tonight? Um, I'll get back to you on that Christine, one. It's Christian, isn't it? If you're watching, we have to accept democracy. It's Christian Hamilton and Yeah, I have a, I work in a democratic place where my party have not accepted what I believe in. I sort of got to accept that, but I didn't tonight. I went into the no lobby, as I've said about three or four times, um, and I could not vote with the Labour no. Party. So I had to come out. I've had my little say. I've resigned on principle. Yeah. There's not much more I can do than I resign my, my deputy. Uh, chairman role. I've done that on, on a matter of principle. I will sleep tonight, Christopher. I will go to bed tonight. I will shut my eyes and I will go to sleep, but still be disappointed. But also, you're a major, you're the secret weapon to win the Red Wall I'm for the Tory Party. Yes, you are, I'm for the not. Tory Party. Now you've walked out. How does it look, the fact that someone who represents the Red Wall can't work with the party in a high-level role? Well, I'll tell you how it looks, Chopper. On Saturday night, I'll be up in Glasgow talking to Scottish Conservatives, you know, rallying the troops, getting them to get out and get the message uh, across before the next election. The week after, I'll be somewhere else. The week after, I'll be somewhere else talking to Conservatives around the country. For the next six months, my diary is for going around the country speaking to proper conservatives about why we should vote conservative at the next election so 
you can shut up. Have you learned a lesson tonight about politics? It's quite uh, difficult, it's not easy, you have to go against your principles sometimes, and you've been bloodedly Anderson. It's not easy, Chopper, because, you know, last night was a difficult night, but, you, you know, you lie awake in bed, we, we're human beings at the end of the day, uh, and you have to think to yourself, am I doing the right thing by my family, my friends, my constituents, uh, my party? There's a lot to think about, but at the end of the day, you know, we, most of us in this country, say we're Democrats. Now, my party has made a democratic decision over the past 24 hours that this bill is sound. So I've got to, you know, I've got to toe the line now, get by my party and accept democracy and say this bill is sound, even though I've got my problems with it and back the Prime Minister. And just finally, last night, of course, Richard Tice on air invited you to join his party. You said you've passed the first test by fighting for a tougher Rwanda plan. Will you join Rwanda? Will you join a, a reform? I've got more chance of joining the Tupperware party. <laughs> there you go. All right, this is Jerry. Uh, the way Lee Anderson, right, if those Labour MPs deliberately manipulated uh, Lee Anderson so that he voted the way, you know, opposite, made a fool of himself, which, from my impression, that's what happened, he's more Jerry Anderson than Lee Anderson. <laughs> So Mark Twain drew our attention to the jar being shaken and how our decisions on what we do will define whether we are making ourselves immune to whoever it is shaking the jar. Now it's my contention that Lee Anderson here has allowed himself to be a red or a black ant and he has been shaken by events around him and it's influenced his decision on how to vote on this Rwanda bill. What do you think? I think, for one, he, he doesn't have the courage of his convictions. He should have been thick-skinned, as, as they talked about in the interview, and ignored the sniggering, or sniggling, <laughs> as he put it. You talk, this is Jerry here. You talk about sniggling. He seems to have invented a new word, right? Do you think he yeah. means snuggling? Do you think he's put on a bit of weight over Christmas and he found it's a bit of a squash getting into the voting lobby? It's possible, yeah. So you say courage of his convictions. I think it's more worrying than that. He mentions his constituency. He mentions the, the funding that has been put into his area uh, of interest, special interest, the, the area that he's MP for, that he's there to represent primarily. But he also mentions two other very worrying things. He says from now on he intends to support the Prime Minister. So effectively he's given the Prime Minister a blank check with regards to his future voting record. So he's given up the, the notion of representing his constituency in favour of supporting the Prime Minister. That to me is totally against the principle of representative democracy. Yeah, I agree. Or democracy, full stop. Yeah. He, he had an opinion that he was against that bill, wanted to vote against it, but didn't. Uh, that's, that's not a man employing a dem demo his democratic right. His franchise, as you might say. And he's certainly not representing his constituency because he changed his mind because somebody laughed at him on the day. So you say courage of his conviction, he clearly didn't have any convictions in the end other than to oppose the Labour Party, which he used to be a member of, and to support the leader and the party that he's involved in now. So effectively, he's abdicated completely from a true democratic process which involves his constituents. 
that does seem to be the case. He he put solidarity with his party above voting um, voting as as he as he truly believed. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> if we presuppose that he's a decent guy, and I don't know that much about him, but he has come out with some leader. He's been known in the media as Leanderthal, 30p Lee because of his belief system that people can live on 30p meals a day and so on and so on. So he, he seems to be somebody who, um, he certainly uh, courts publicity and, and controversy or controversy. And uh, this is Friday, I don't, I don't even think it, my little dog could live on 30p a day, you know. Um, I don't want to be like a dog with a bone on this subject, but we need to look after people a bit, you know, better than that. And people need to have a decent, uh, a decent living standard. Uh, that's one of the uh, most important things that uh, government should be involved with uh, securing for people, I think. So uh, it worries me that uh, he, his responsibility to his constituents is even even further uh, abdicated if he if he's not aware of uh, you know the challenges that people face, you know, financially. Yeah, good point, Fred. So, in well, I wonder if he's rather than cruel, he's ignorant. Well, it worries me that okay, if let's say he is, that means that MPs can get to a position where that they're voting without proper training or un, or arguably understanding of the democratic process, which makes I have to say, John, I totally am lost to understand how it came about that his constituents had the faith in him to vote for him. Well, in a way you can, because, okay, apart from these instances that you've talked about, generally he comes across as a nice fella, possibly a bit soft, but that's usually associated with niceness, and maybe that's what got him elected. One of the things you may not know is um, he was involved in a documentary and uh, he mani manipulated one of his friends to, he went door knocking and they wanted to follow him on this door knocking documentary and he arranged for one of his friends to be behind the door sort of thing. So he was caught on microphone saying to his, uh, to his friend, look, pretend you don't know me when I come knocking on the door and all that kind of thing. And then he went and knocked on the door and pretended he were an unknown quantity to him and then he was trying to convince him to vote for him. So uh, he has got a track record of not being very transparently honest, you know, because that would made a big thing in the media. Uh -huh. um, but having said that, this, this particular day, he, as you said earlier, just to sum this up, he'd made his mind up where he was going to vote. It was an emotional decision for him, you could tell. Yeah. And he but he'd decided. So let's even give him the benefit of the doubt that you're giving him. Let's give him more than that. Let's say he'd considered the Rwanda bill from the perspective of his constituents and he went to vote on their behalf as their representative on the day. And then his, his emotions and arguably his ego got in the way and he voted the exact opposite. But worse than that, he's now given the Prime Minister carte blanche. So from now on, while ever he's involved in any votes, he's not going to put his constituents interests first unless they coincidentally coincide with what the Prime Minister is asking him to do. And this to me is, if, if more MPs, this is, this is why it, mat it matters to me and why the whole JAR situation comes into it, Mark Twain's JAR. If society is being run by people who are so fickle and so ill-considered and 
poorly trained, is it any wonder that a lot of people are suggesting that our democratic process is in crisis? So that's the debate for the comments section. If you uh, have anything to add, do so. Please keep it respectful. I know that Lee Anderson's a divisive figure and it'll be tempting to, uh, to be uh, disrespectful, and, uh, but please try not to. And we look forward to reading your comments. Hope you've enjoyed this video. Do like and subscribe. Thank you for taking the time to, uh, to listen. Yeah, thanks for listening. This is Arthur here. I'm coming, sorry to come in a bit late. I understand you're talking about Pamela Anderson. I remember her from Baywatch. One of the two reasons I used to watch it. No, we're talking about Lee Anderson. Thanks, Arthur. Just one last thing, keep smiling.